What is up, everybody? This is La Patty Ball. Um, I hope I'm not too loud right now because I'm sitting in a new chair. Well, not new. It's just I just got a new gaming chair, so I moved my old chair, my my old gaming chair, to my podcast chair now. Um, but yeah, uh, welcome back to the uh, what episode is this even? Fudge. Uh, this is episode ten. Wow. Episode 10, big number, double digits, and I have quite the guest to celebrate that. Um, Brian Brown. Brian Brown, I'll let you introduce yourself however you want. I don't know. I am Brian Brown, also known as Big Country. Uh, That's all you need to know about me. I'm just here. I would like to say I am the special number 10 episode guest. Uh, Bigger number, better person. That's all I'm going to say. Um, really? Yeah. All you people before me. Even Brian? Yeah. Bigger net, bigger number, better person. So what about all the people after you? Um. Well, that hasn't happened yet. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's not think thank about you, that. Brian. Thank, thank you, Brian, for coming on on short notice after some. Of course. Scheduling mis miscommunications. Um, hyped to have you. It's uh, it's good to see you again. I can't remember the last time I actually saw you in like with your face. That wasn't a Snapchat photo. Was it? Was it? Was it when you came to Bend over in December? I think it, that was the last time I was in Bend. So that would probably be because I haven't left Bend since then. So. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably it then. That would be the last time I've seen you. But I am leaving Bend in a few weeks, thankfully, for a little bit. Get to go to a funeral, so really exciting Ooh, stuff. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I know. It's a really, really fun reason to leave for. But Where do you uh, get to go for leave... the funeral? I don't remember. I think Lebanon. So, oh, Lebanon's so you still have now. to stay in Oregon. Ew, gross. Yeah, I'm probably going to be in Oregon for the foreseeable future, Brian. So. I'm sorry, man. Just head over to Montana. Dude, I might have to make it. Maybe Brian and I and Ava and James can make a trip up this summer or something. You should. That'd be cool. That'd be pretty pretty cool, actually. Yeah, well, I'll talk to them about it. But, Brian, I I did have a question for you right off the bat here. Yeah. um, Earlier... This year, you, I remember, we've talked about this since like last year during when quarantine first started. You, yeah. I've, I've talked about how I've tried to listen to, trying to listen to new artists recently. Yeah. And you recommended, you have been recommending me Young Gravy <laughs> and Young Nugget for the span of like a year now. <laughs> um, so I, I, I did it. I, I listened to them. And I know I've talked to you a little bit about this, but I, I want to, hear your opinions on this because those are i think of the let me see how many artists i fully listen to their discography as of right now just so we can get some numbers into into context here i have listened to 134 artists full discographies um some of those are pretty easy because they're like one album but 134 and i can definitively say that young gravy and young nugget are the worst two no way. You can't say that young. 
I know Young Nuggets, not the bottom. Not for sure, right? Oh, he's for sure at the bottom. But Young you're Nuggets saying that Young Gravy is the worst or the second worst. Yep. That can't be true. Yep. No way. He's, I don't he's, know who would go under them. I mean, he's not that bad. Like, I, <sighs> I don't think he's as bad as you thought he was when you first started. Can we agree on that? Yeah, I thought he wouldn't have any good songs. He had like seven, so. Hey, man. that's Seven is better than zero. Or even better yeah, than Young six. Yeah, Young Nugget had zero. Young Nugget had zero, <laughs> so. Um, I um, will say Young Gravy just came out with a new uh, EP. It's uh, kind of good. Not going to lie. I did I did listen to that. as I Because once I listen to an artist, I continue to listen to their discographies and I liked one of the songs on there. I, I liked Patrice as well, but I already had that one downloaded from like his first EP. Which one did you like? The but Japanese freestyle? I did, yes. That's one that's like the one that. I thought you would like, and I digged it. It was good. Okay, so my my I didn't even ask a question yet. I, I, yeah, I sorry, I'm, sorry. I'm going about this I'm no no don't don't blame yourself. I'm going about this in a very roundabout way here. So those are just my thoughts on Young Gravy and Young Nugget. I thought Young Gravy had cool production a lot of the time, but he just his his flows and his lyrical content and his voice just kind of did it for me. Usually, I can if there's a good beat, I can kind of look past that sometimes, but it was hard because his flow his flow I just don't like his flow. But so my question to you is, what is appealing about you to those artists? Because I'm actually curious, like what. What keeps you coming back for more Young Gravy and Young Nugget? That's a great question. Um, so uh, the first thing that got me into Young Gravy was everyone was listening to rap. I, I wasn't really into it. Um, I can't remember how, but for some reason I found Young Gravy. And I haven't really been a big, like, the reason I don't like rap that much is because I don't like how I can't understand what they're saying. And sometimes the beat just doesn't like, doesn't hit for me. Okay. Um, so when I heard the first Young Gravy song, um, oh, the background beats are almost always good. You, you do have to admit that, I think. I did say that. I said I liked his yeah. production. I like, I yeah. think a lot of his beats are good. So um, that got me right away. Um, I like how I could understand what he's saying and I, I don't know. It just, I just kind of clicked with me for some reason. It's not like this big thing where I'm like, Oh, his voice just, uh, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And then once I got into young gravy, um, more artists started popping up. Like I know baby, no money. I think, have you listened to him yet? I have not. I believe he's on my list, but I have um, not. He is, I think he's like very similar in production style and stuff like that. But he, I think he would like his voice a lot more and um, he has better flow, I guess you would say. But um, uh -huh. they start, it started um, recommending, Spotify started recommending me people like that. And eventually Young Nugget came up. And what got me about him is I thought his songs were funny. I'm like, that's 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 a funny song right there. I'm gonna keep listening to that. 
And that just kept going until eventually um, one of these past few, I think one of his past uh, EPs, I think it was um, called like Summertime Kicking or something or something like that. Sometimes um, Snacks. Something time snacks. That's what it's called. That's Some, what it's called. Uh, yeah, I hate how I knew that and you didn't. How did you know that? <laughs> I I had I've listened to it twice, so that might be it. Okay. Because well, I, that is when I'm like, wait, you listen? Why did you listen to it twice? So this is kind of getting into my process of when I when I listen to a, a new artist here. So when I I go I listen the first time, I'm usually more engaged because I'm doing something like sitting on my phone or playing video games, something where I can easily reach my phone and put songs on playlists and stuff. So I'm pretty engaged. And then I get, I, I give it like, I don't know, a couple weeks and then I go back around and listen to their stuff again, usually like at work or something or while I'm doing homework. So like, I'm still kind of taking it in, but I'm not as like fully engaged. So okay. it's mostly to like if there's tracks I didn't like, I can go back and focus on those and see if my opinion changed at all and stuff like that. So um, I I have listened to all of Young Nuggets songs twice and Young Gravy songs twice. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, so it wasn't until then when I actually was when I actually like he made a song I can't. I think what's your kick? Yeah, that's what it's called. What's your kick? And I just was like, wow, this is actually a good song overall. And that, I mean, that's my opinion. I can see why people think it's garbage. Uh, Cause it's a uh, kind of plays with the line between garbage and beautiful. Uh huh. So, but does that answer your question? I think it it does because I um do you like the way Young Gravy raps like do you like his flow? Uh yeah, I like it. I like how it's like a little more slow and like not as like blah 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 blah, blah, blah really fast, you know. Okay. No, I, I get you. So I, I am curious though, who in your mind is that raps like you can't understand it? Who is that to you? Um, there's like if you know any names, I'm curious to see what your definition of. I'm just trying. It to seems think. like you. De- seems like I'm what? It seems like you're describing quote unquote mumble rap. Okay, I don't. Okay, it's not that all rap is mumble rap. I have actually started to like rap as a genre more. Okay. But there's not a ton that I like, enjoy. Um, Juice World was one that I actually started to like a lot. Okay. Um, Interesting. But I don't know, man. I know you like Kanye, but I cannot handle this music. I, I Yeah, we don't. I, I can't. I can't handle his music. I know he doesn't mumble, but there's something about it. That just upsets me. <laughs> I'm I'm trying not to, you know, because I, I remember for anybody who doesn't know this, who's listening, Brian and I, it was Brian, James, Bennett and I, we were in the car for like an hour and a half and playing a bunch of different Kanye songs and you didn't like any of them. And it was, 
so infuriating because I was just so confused. I mean, I get it. Everybody has their own opinion and such, but I was like, these are his best songs. (laughs) I'm pulling out all the stops here. Um, But I think there might have been one that I did like. Okay. Um, I think it had like a purple bear on it or something. Ah, yeah, I... I do kind of know what you're talking about here. I think that's that is a good album that um graduate. Oh well, okay. I don't need to get into my opinion on graduation because I don't. You know, you might not know what I'm talking about that much, but because you haven't heard it. Um, but that's that's okay, Brian. I like if you can think of anyone who defines what you're the genre you're describing, though, where you can't understand what they say. Like I, I I'm curious to hear that. Like, is there anybody that you know you don't like? I mean, no, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, yeah, I, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. I just know it when I hear it because whenever I hear it, though, I cho- I basically just like, okay, I don't want to listen to this. I skip it. And then it's not like I look at the song name or artist. So I don't actually know any of them. The only people I know are people who I like or someone like Kanye who it's like, how do you not know who that is? Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, so is it the people I, I, is it the people that rap too fast? You can't understand what they're saying or is it people who are like slurring their words a little bit and like mumbling their words together. It's a little bit of both. Um, I don't mind fast rapping like Eminem. I, I, some of Eminem songs I don't like, but there's a good chunk of them that I do, but it's, and it's not because it's, he goes too fast or it's, it's, I, I don't know what it is. I haven't actually, actually, I haven't listened to Eminem in a long time, but I used to like uh, a bunch of his songs. And, uh-huh. but when he goes really fast, you can almost always be able to tell what he's saying. So I think it's more of the, they slur their words then um go too fast okay yeah i know exactly what you're talking about now so i i'm picking up on it now got it so okay i now I, i'm kind of getting a vibe of what you don't like again um okay so what is your favorite if you okay if you had to pick one do you like young gravy more or young nugget um overall like if I'm gonna pick someone overall, probably young great young gravy. But I think that some of Young Nuggets' highs are higher than um, Young Young Gravy's highs. Okay. Okay. So, uh, what's your favorite Young Gravy album then? Uh, his entire album. Yeah. Um. Is it Baby Gravy 2? It pro- I'm just trying to think. Um, Baby Gravy 2 is really good. It's kind of hard to beat Baby Gravy 2. Okay. For, for when it comes to Young Gravy, of course. Um, but uh, Snow Cougar is also pretty good. I think that's the one I like the most. Because out of the seven songs, I like two of them. Which is pretty good for me. On a Young Gravy album. So... <laughs> But yeah. it's funny that album is because I have a tier list of all my albums I've listened to, 
And all of Young Gravy and Young Hunkett's albums are in my D tier, which is the lowest possible tier. <laughs> Oof. Ah, uh, that sucks. Yeah, it's okay, though. It's okay. You know, they. I tried listening to them, so. You did try. I, uh, well, I did listen to them. I technically did. I finished all their stuff. It just wasn't that enjoyable. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, I can't. I think I gave you another recommendation, which what well, this one's actually good, though. Do you remember who I told you to listen to? Is it Rich Brian? Yes, it is. Okay. Let me pull him up on my phone right now because I have heard a lot of people do like Rich Brian. And he's actually pretty solid. So I might have to check him out soon. He has a ri- How does he have a RZA feature? What? Dude, he's actually, like, good. Yeah, but... <sighs> RZA? What? Huh? That's I'm not gonna. Unexpected. I'm not going to lie. I don't actually know who RZA is. That's okay. I didn't How did you know that? To. Because he's in Wu-Tang, and I don't think you know a lot about Wu-Tang. I don't know a lot about Wu-Tang, but I know RZA. So. Huh. I... <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I do need to check him out soon. I'm in the middle of Danny Brown right now, but I don't know if you know. You know I don't think you know Danny Brown. I don't think you would like Danny Brown, though. At all. Danny... <laughs> I have never heard of him. He's not very popular. Danny Brown. He's really he is so good though. He is Buzz very cut? good. Yeah. Grown up? Really though? Ain't that funny? Oh ain't it funny. Listen to that one, that one. I like that song a lot. Although really doe is pretty good too. That whole album is really good. The whole Atrocity Exhibition album is pretty good. But his voice... I don't think you'll like his voice at all. His voice is... is very hard to listen to. And it took me a while to fully appreciate it. But... I do now. What, what are you doing? I'm, I'm giving it... A, I'm giving it funny. Like, a quick listen. Like, just... I want to see what his voice sounds like. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> okay this is weird but i'm kind of into it i'm not gonna lie really no yeah. way he is sick brian i i still have i need to finish his newest album but his it's it's the voice i think it's really offsetting at first but it's kind of it, it, it shocked me that's for sure um no but yeah uh I can't remember who else I said. I know I said Rich Brian. Um, Joji is pretty good too. Kind of. I've um, heard that. He uh, has some more uh, low key, low key stuff. Songs, okay. not like low key. Like, oh, you've probably never heard of it, but like low key, like chill. No, I, I was picking up on what you meant. I think. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Um, okay, okay. Well, I mean, if you have any other, okay, I, I think they're, I'm going to double check to make sure they are both on my list, but if you have anything else to add while we're talking about music here before I kind of segue it a little bit. I will say, 
I do have good opinions on old music. Like, I know I told you to listen to Van Halen. I don't know if you listened to him yet. Um, I have not. I'm more. I, there's there's too many artists, and like there's the, so the, many. It's hard. It's hard for me to listen to the new ones or the old ones because the new ones keep releasing music, and I'm like, I gotta listen to this their whole thing so I can yeah. listen to a new album and fully. Um, I know I'm working I on it. I know I told you some old ones because you asked for some non-rap type ones. So I'm like, dog, you gotta listen to Van Halen, Pink Floyd, Billy Joel, stuff like that. And I do have good opinions on those because I've listened to that a lot. Okay. Okay. And uh, before we segue here, I'm kind of curious, are, who have you been listening to in rap other than Juice World that you kind of like now that you've... Let me look. Because um, I'm sure I could look on my Spotify real quick and know. Okay. Um, well, other than like I'm Rich curious. Brian. Um, uh-huh. I mean, so I don't know if you would really consider this rap that much, but um, I've kind of been listening to these pe- like people like um, there is this one guy, his, uh, his name is B Swift. Uh, he has some pretty good songs. Uh, I found him on TikTok. B-Swift. Yeah, I found him on TikTok. Uh, not that okay. bad. Also, dude, Double Aaron found him on TikTok, too. I enjoy some of his songs a lot. Some of his songs, I'm like, wow, that is hot dog water. Like, ah. but um, yeah. And then I don't know if you know who Josh A or I am Jake Hill is. I don't know. Um, I don't. Those two or two, you might give the listen. Um, okay. They're pretty good. But um, uh, yeah, so that's, um, it's a lot more like rap, like that you would listen to than the stuff I'm listening to. Um, but it's also like flowing a little bit more towards like um, different types of uh, beats. Like um, one dude I have I have started listening to more, um, uh, P, where is it? Oh, uh, PM uh, Bata. PM Bata. P-M- P-M-B-A-T-A. Okay. Um, okay. His are more like um, more about the beat, and then which I like, but um, yeah. So uh-huh. that's kind of more who I was listening to, but um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, good to know, Brian. I'm. Yeah. Uh, that's cool to hear that you're. I mean, it's. I think finding your music is always pretty cool. Like, there's so much out there, and you can just find it really easily too nowadays, which is. It's pretty, pretty, pretty cool to find a song that nobody really recommended to you that you kind of just, you know, randomly like. found one day. Yeah. Um, okay, Brian. So, how much NBA have you been watching this year, or following at least? Uh I haven't really been able to watch it much, but I have been following it. Um, okay. I try to at least look at. I look at all the game scores and stuff like that. That reminds me. Let me make sure I put in all my players. Um, Are but, you going to uh, lose to Justin, though? Are you no, lose I, sh- to Justin? I shouldn't. I There was a night. Oh, my God. It's for one point off each other. Um, there was one night when I did leave over 80 points on the bench. And that was kind of a big oof. 
Um, but at that, <laughs> yeah. that night, he got up on me like a lot. Uh-huh. And then now I'm back um, caught up with him. As long as Trey Young doesn't come back, I'll be okay. How long is he out for? No. It says he could be ready to return by the end of the week. <laughs> if you lost to Justin, no offense to Justin, but that would be really sad, Brian. I know it would be. But it doesn't that would be... it doesn't help that Valanchunas um who else? Oh, Jeremy Grant and Donovan Mitchell were both out for the first week. All, th- all three of them were out for the first week. Donovan Mitchell's still out. Jeremy Grant just got back. And Valanchunas like, got back like, um, um, what was that? Uh, that was three days ago. Um, so, Sunday. Yes. Okay. So it doesn't help that some of my big point players are out. It does help that Nurkic is going off. Like he had a night, he had two nights in a row where he he, uh, got, he did, he got 26, uh, 17 and five and then 16, 19 and five. Like, okay. Those are pretty good stat lines. Those are pretty good. So yeah, you might get out of here with a win. Maybe. Dude, Ethan is just beating the crap out of me right now. Dude, his team is bonkers. I can't believe why. Like, why did I give him Devin Booker? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I. It's funny that he didn't even. He has the most points out of anyone. He didn't even make the playoffs, though. Does he actually? No, he doesn't. Yeah. Tanner still has more. Ethan has nineteen hundred. Tanner has seventeen hundred. I meant like this week. Oh, this, this too. Does he really? Is he catching up to Tanner? Uh he's oh, Tanner Tanner's He's in second behind Tanner though. Oh my god, Tan Yeah. I'm so glad I'm not playing Tanner this week. Or Ethan. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, dude, my team has been really injured too. Like De- Sabonis hasn't played in like five games and Colin Sexton hasn't played in a few games. Jeremy Lamb has not played in a while, and it's just, oh, but I mean, luckily it's not really the playoffs right now, so, so I don't care. Yeah, you didn't make it that much, and I mean, I would be losing to Tanner right now, anyways. So I don't think there's much of a yeah. Um, it's whatever. Yeah. So what was you asked if I would have been following much? Um, do you, where was that headed? Uh yeah, sorry, I got distracted by fantasy stuff. Um who do you think okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna first I'm gonna ask who your MVP favorite is right now. You know, I bet you know who I'm about to say. Do you? Gordon Hayward. No, come on. I'm over the Gordon Hayward hype train. He is good still. Really? Because he's playing he's yeah, good. He's, well, I wouldn't you be you on that. the hype train more since he's playing okay. better? Well, I'm off. I mean, he's injured. I'm off him being one of the best players in the league, train. Um, he he's really good though. But I told you guys he was gonna come back. Nobody listened, and who is right? Big country. Okay, hold yeah. on, Brian. Hold on. I need to give our audience here some um some cl- clarification regarding your your uh, Gordon Hayward claims. Brian and I were walking up Pilot Butte in Bend, Oregon in about December, before the season started. And Brian and I were just talking hoops. 
And Brian decides to say he would rather have Gordon Hayward than James Harden, and Gordon Hayward is better than James Harden. Uh, okay, okay. Wait a second. Wait a second. I never said he is better than James Harden. I said I would rather have him on my team, which technically implies that I think he is. But yeah, that's mainly so because I, that. I, and I, I hate James Harden as a player. Okay, but he still is like a top 10 player in the NBA today. I still would rather have Gordon Hayward than James Harden. That is such a trash take right now. You're, you're not even going to ask me why. Okay, yeah, why? Tell me why. What, what justification can you have for uh, that take? Mainly because James Harden, all he does is chuck shots and try and pull fouls. Uh Given some of those shots tend to go in, but I'd rather take Gordon Hayward, a team player and a smart player than someone who like James Harden, who only wants to play ISO ball. I'd rather have a team like that wants to play team basketball than, oh, let me just play ISO ball the entire game. And that's why I don't like the Nets. The, all, all Kyrie, Katie and James Harden want to do is play ISO. And it's like, come on, there's other people on the floor. Like, maybe move the ball and then get an even better look. And then you wouldn't... Hey, Brian? Yeah. Did it occur to you that since James Harden came over the Nets, he's averaging 11 assists per game? Hmm. Uh, well, that wasn't the way it was in Houston. And uh, that was when we had this conversation. So... Really? Really? Let me, let me pull up some, some stats here, Brian. If you, if you if you don't mind, of course. Also, I think his assists are just him trying to make him look make himself look better. Hey Brian, did you know that it, since 2015, James Harden has averaged at least seven assists per game in Houston and has twice cracked double digits in Houston, including his eight games there this year. And he had a he was averaging 11 assists per game in 2016. Brian, that's pretty good. Hmm. That's interesting. Still, I stand with my opinion. So let me get this straight. You that doesn't include you, what you'd you'd still rather have Gordon Hayward than James Harden. Yes. You would rather have Gordon Hayward than the guy who averaged 36 points per game for an entire season in 2018 and 2019. Yeah. What? That's just... Brian, Gordon Hayward has come nowhere close to that in his career. Points aren't everything, man. The same James Harden averaged... 7.5 assists per game in that season and 6.6 rebounds, as well as shooting a very respectable, um, let me pull up the numbers, 44% from two, or 44% from the field, 37% from three, and 87% from the line. So another reason that uh, you may not think of is sometimes you got to have a good locker room environment, right? I don't think that James Harden would be a good influence in the locker room. That's just my take, though. I could be wrong, but I think I'm spot on. So Okay, well, 
if you're going to bring team and locker room influence into it, has Gordon Hayward has not even come that close to a finals. So? James Harden has been to a finals. He was he chokes every time. I don't think Gordon Hayward would choke if if he got given the opportunity. Oh no, he didn't. He just played off. He just came off the bench for the Celtics in their their bro, did you five see, game loss. Bro, did you did you see him when he played in college in, at Butler? He has the print. He has the he has the experience to perform under pressure. You have you Where seen the shot the he made? What shot? Well, the shot he the made. He almost Butler. made. No, he, he made, made one. No, he made one, and then he almost made another. <laughs> what shot is this? Right before the so, um, so to get Butler into the finals, right in the final four, he made one of those shots. He made a shot like that, and then. The same situation happened, and he just barely missed. Heartbreaker. Let me see. Heart-wrenching. Hang on here. Hang on here. Um, 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 Bracket here. Oh, no, this is the whole tournament. I don't want the whole tournament. Good Lord. Okay. Uh, Yeah, he beat. Yeah, you're right there. Let me see the. I want to see the shot. Uh, it doesn't say Gordon Hayward almost hit a shot. It I might be wrong about that, Brian. Brian, what? They won by two. But let me let me look. I thought he did, state. but uh, it's fine if he didn't. Okay, so he got the last rebound. Okay. He, he got the he got the last rebound, Brian. I guess that's something, right? All, all I'm saying is that he does have experience on what it takes in the high pressure scenarios. Okay, but all I'm saying is James Harden has literally been farther in the playoffs than Gordon Hayward ever has. and That's okay. If we can talk okay, about this for however long you want, I will never take James Harden on my team. Okay, I, I, I guess... There is a few players where I absolutely just hate, and I hate watching, and James Harden is one of them. Just so happens that he has two of those other people on his team, and that's why I hate the Nets so much. You hate Kevin Durant? Yes, I hate Kevin Durant. Why do you hate Kevin Durant? Uh, well, one, he he kind of pussied out and then went to Golden State. It's a pretty lame way to win, if you ask me. Go go to the best team just just to get a championship. Um, why not just you? He literally had Russell Westbrook and who got an MVP the next year. It's not like his team wasn't good. Obviously, they were good. Um, uh, and then Kyrie, man. I used to like Kyrie a lot. And then the whole – all this stuff happened when he was on the Celtics, and it just made me like him a lot less. And it's not like – it's not like I hate Kyrie that much, but either I just can't say that I like him anymore. Okay, so 
I guess that's fair, but the Nets are the net. So do you? How far do you think the Nets are going to go in the playoffs? Then um, prediction: they make it maybe past the first round. Get <laughs> I think they get to the second round, maybe the Western Concert Conference Finals, but they are not winning a championship. The Eastern this year. Conference Finals. Yeah, Eastern that's what I meant. That's what I meant. I, they are not winning a championship. They so, are going to choke. They're going to – they have too many, like, egotistical players, and what's going to happen is they're just going to – like, they're just going to break down from the inside. They're going to meet a good team. Like, I don't know. Who's even in the East, actually? So let me give you a predicted path here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. let's say for the first round they play any of these four teams that are having around eight – they're hovering the play-in game right now. You got Miami. Yep. You got Charlotte. Mm-hmm. You got Indiana, and you got Washington. So, do you think they beat, they beat all of those? The teams? only team I don't see them one hundred percent beating all the time is um, who uh, was the Heat. Okay. Um, I think Heat could be a sleeper team. Um, Jimmy Butler gets back. Jimmy Butler starts playing all like a monster again. Their teamwork starts flowing. That's a th- that can be a hard team to beat. Um, but I still I think it's possible that the Heat win. Um, Hornets, no way they win unless um, has Lamelo came back yet. I believe he comes back. Let me see if I think it's soon. I know. I think it's in like the next week or so. If I had to put a uh, guess on, if Lamelo and Gordon Hayward are both out, no way. If Lamelo La- is there, eh, five percent chance. Gordon Hayward's in, ten percent chance. I'm. I don't think it's very probable or very likely, but it is possible. Um. Okay. The other so- two teams, no way, no way in hell do that. Do uh, the Nets lose to them? They'd have to be playing. Wizards like are kind of hot right now. Wizards are kind of hot right now, Brian. Did it, didn't Bradley Beal just get hurt or something? I don't think so. Am I no. to- totally wrong on that? He's not. He played. He played thirty six minutes tonight. Okay, so yeah, no, he's not. Um. Uh, Russell Westbrook's on one. Russell Westbrook just put up 18, 18, and 14, Brian. That man is really good good at padding his stats. Okay, sure. I will will say he does get wins when he pads stats, but he is still padding stats. Um, I mean, I don't – I think he does – I think I guess he, quote, unquote, stat pads in order to help his team win. I mean, yeah. Yeah. no, I, I didn't. How? What is their uh, winning streak right now? I know they just lost, so they're. Uh, it was. I think it was eight. So they're Dang. nine and one in their last ten, and that was That's, that loss was an overtime loss to the Spurs. That is pretty good. Um, Wizards, unless Bradley Beal is going off, I don't see them winning. Bradley Beal's going to no, need I, to be putting down fifty a night, though. <laughs> I don't see them winning either. I just think they're they're they are they are hot right now, and I think they deserve to be mentioned as a a quality team. Yeah, they're not um, as bad as they used to be. That is for sure. 
Well, no, because they were in that. They were last in the East for a little bit there, and yeah. now they're tenth, and they they're probably going to go higher than tenth if if I I bet they get up to eighth. You think? Because they're they're two games back at eighth right now with like ten games left. I bet they could get up there. Okay. Um, but okay, so let's so Brooklyn probably definitely will beat those teams. The next next round, they'll be playing either the Knicks or the Hawks. Do you think either one of those teams can be oh, Brooklyn? Oh, God. Both of those teams. In seven games. I don't think they can. So here's okay. the thing. I don't. I think that the East is generally a weak conference. I think if the Nets were thrown into the Western Conference, almost any of the teams that make the playoffs could easily beat the Nets. Wow, really? Yes. You think the Blazers could beat the Nets? Are they making the playoffs? They're in seventh right now. Well, if I stand by my opinion, then yes. You don't have to, though, Brian. The Blazers don't look good right now. <laughs> they look pretty bad recently. Um. Yeah, they probably can't. Um. I I think I think there are four teams in the West that could beat the Nets, and those are the Jazz, the Suns, the Clippers, and the Lakers, and that's it out of the four. I might have thrown Denver in there if Jamal Murray wasn't injured, but that's kind of a. I think with, I think the Nuggets if Jamal Murray wasn't injured, I think they would easily be a playoff contend or like a championship contender. Um, with. Murray out. I think. I think they'll at least win the first round. Depending, they're probably going to play the Lakers first round. I think. Oh, it's really? Like that right now? Oh gosh. <laughs> well, probably not then. Um, I do have to say, um, Aaron Gordon was a nice pickup from them, um, but with Jamal Murray out, it's just it's, it's just an uphill battle. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I I tend to agree with you there, Brian. Um, so okay, here. So then let's give me your give me your team that's coming out of the East because I think there are three teams that could. I think it's going to either be the Nets, the Sixers, or the the Bucks. Give me your team. Um, I would like to say that the Bucks do, but uh, Giannis is kind of known for uh choking in the playoffs so far. Um, unless he changes something about it this year. I don't see him making it to the finals. Um, so I think it comes down to the Sixers and the Nets. <sighs> I don't know if the Sixers are equipped to take down the Nets. So you think the Nets are going to get to the finals then, is what you're saying. Even though you just said you didn't see them going to the finals. I'm just trying to think about it. Um <laughs> Because I forgot how weak the East is. Holy crap. I do think, I think in my mind, the Sixers are going to the finals. I think they can beat the Nets. I but. think that the Sixers can beat the Nets mainly. As, I think it just depends on Joel. I think that's the big factor. If they can't find a way to stop Joel, it's over. If they somehow do, I don't see the Sixers beating them. I don't think there is any way. Um, but yeah. Okay. So 
give me one of those teams right now. Just we're gonna. I want to pencil in your finals pick. So, oh god, give me one of those teams. I guess I'm gonna have to. I think I'm gonna have to go. Who's their? Who's the Nets coach? Steve Nash. Yes, yeah, Steve Nash. I think I'm gonna have to go with the Nets. I hate to say it okay. so much. <laughs> oh god. Okay, so you got the Nets on the east side, and who's coming out on the west side? Okay. So I think, like you said, there's four teams that all can make it to the finals. The Jazz, the Suns, the Clippers, and then the Lakers. I don't think the Clippers are making it. Straight off the gate, I don't think it's possible. Okay. Um. I will say I don't want the Lakers to get make it. Um, uh-huh. I think with AD being so entry prone, there is a possibility where AD gets hurt and doesn't make it back in time. Okay. Um, if that's the case, there's no way the Lakers make it in, but I'm still going to keep them in there for right now. But I think what it ends up happening is it comes down to the Suns and the Jazz. Really? You think those I, two teams I think are it better does. than the Lakers? I think it does. I think overall as a team, I like both the Suns and the Jazz more than both the Lakers or the Clippers. Um, Interesting. Kind of a hot take. Um, yeah. I've really – I've always liked the Jazz. You know this. I'm kind of I'm kind of yes. a jazz guy. Like it feels great to see the jazz up there right now. Um, I like the Suns. I've always I've I've liked Devin Booker from almost since I, when I started watching the NBA. Um, I like I like how he plays. I I just like him. I don't know what it is. Um, okay. But with CP3 also there, I think. I want to say the Jazz so badly, you know? Uh-huh. But CP3 has that playoff experience. But the only issue is that the, not, the rest of the Suns have no clue what the playoffs are like. This is true. And um, I think with the Jazz choking that 3-1 lead to the Nugs last year, um, I think that um, – I think that motive. I I'm hoping at least it will motivate them. Um, okay, but I I'm gonna say with a hopeful heart. Well, that either the Sun or the Jazz, but let's just throw in the Jazz. Okay, so you you think it's gonna be the Jazz and the Nets? Yes. And who do you think is gonna win? Yes. Really, yes. I don't. See, I think if the Jazz come out of the West, I don't know if they could beat the Nets because I just I don't know if the Jazz have. I mean, I know their their offense is it's it's one of the better ones in the league right now. Like it's literally they're I believe they're uh, third in points per game if I'm right off the top of my head. They're pretty close, but it's so I it's it's so hard for me to see. A team, because I think part of the thing is I don't know how like the Jazz have no playoff experience that far that deep. Like I feel like the farthest they've gotten in recent memory is the second round, and I just 
I don't know how that ends against a team with Kevin Durant and James Harden and Kyrie Irving in the finals, but so I do I do think people are over overestimating or underestimating the Jazz because I I I was I, I know we've talked about this a little bit, but I last year when they got Mike Conley, I was pretty high on the Jazz. And then they kind of sucked for the majority. Of the, it, well, they didn't suck, but they were way lower than I thought. But, um, you know, now they're finally that team that I thought they were going to be last year. Um, what were you going to say? Um, I was kind of on the same thing. I was like, damn, they got Mike Conley. This is going to be great. And then they just came out not looking good. And I was just disappointed. But now that they're starting, oh. now that it's starting to come together, and Mike Conley is actually starting to play better. Um, it, this it's a scary team uh, because I think I think their sixth man is Joe Ingles and Derek Favors. I think. Uh huh. I think you're. Um, let me let me look here. Uh, Jordan Clarkson is a sixth man, Brian. Jordan Clarkson, Jordan Clarkson is and six Joe man. Ingles. Jordan Clarkson and Joe Ingles are the big. Guys off the bench, because Jordan so, Clarkson is six man of the year running. Yes, he that that helps a lot. He's he's been provi- he's been just destroying these bench teams, and he's he's basically playing a Lou Will role. You know, like uh-huh. he easily could be playing in the starting lineup, but they keep him in the second lineup just because. Um, uh, it helps the team. Yeah, exactly. A little more. It gives them a spark on the bench. So I think it's a you know it's just, it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I definitely see why you have concerns for the Jazz. I th- I think just because for me I feel like as I have watched like the past seven NBA playoffs, it feels like star power wins out more often than not. Like I'm I think the last team without a really like dominant star to go pretty far. Um I I I to win the title, I think was the 2014 Spurs because I know they they had like a really old Tim Duncan and a pretty old Tony Parker and a pretty old Ginobili yeah. and a pretty young Kawhi Leonard. So I think they they are the last team that I can remember that wasn't that wasn't led by a like a superstar. Yeah. Like at that time. Um So the thing that gets me through thinking the jazz can pull it out is um mainly the fact that i know that they will be determined to not let to not lose like they did last year um okay that and i think quinn snyder is a great coach um i think those two things together can uh get the jazz through it um okay or at least I hope, of course. Uh, I don't know anything, um, but uh, that's that's at least my hope. Okay. And I think it is also note, worth noting that um, I think you have to go back pretty far to find a team that's similar to the Spurs in that regard, where they didn't have a su- true superstar because the you might have to go back to the 2004, and that's like 10 years. So this... This doesn't happen very often where there's a a team led by like a non superstar. And I don't think they had Jazz have a true superstar on their roster. You don't think Donovan Mitchell I, is a true superstar? No, no, I don't think so, Brian. 
he's good. He's really good. But like a superstar is a really lofty term. Like in the, so, the Nets have like two, in my opinion. I don't know if Kyrie Irving is a superstar. I James Harden, Kevin Durant are superstars. So you're saying Devin Booker isn't a superstar even? Donovan Mitchell. We were talking about Donovan Mitchell, Brian. I know, I, I know, but so you're saying if Donovan Mitchell isn't, Devin Booker isn't. And I those two those are two I, players that I think are kind of bonker players. They're like they're bonkers. Okay. I, I don't think that either of them fit the definition of a superstar because I think, for me, a superstar is somebody, usually, they have some sort of, I mean, I get, shut up, dog. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think it's tough because it's just really hard for me to call Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell a superstar because oh, I need I to that. see Donovan Mitchell do well in a non-bubble playoff setting and Devin Booker as well. I guess I think for me, a, a superstar has playoff success. Maybe not like a title, but like James Harden playoff, has playoff do, success. They, Brian, he has, he hasn't played super well in the playoffs at times. You know how many times he's choked? How many, Brian? A lot. I can't even count them, mainly because I don't know all of them. But in recent memory, to me at least, I just remember um, them choking. See, I don't, I don't know if he can really be considered a, a choke artist in the playoffs. Like, I mean, he, he has let them down a few times. But even in the 2018 playoffs, he still averaged 32 a game on – 41 and 35 and uh 83% from the line. So I think cuz I think everybody's percentages dip a little bit in the playoffs. You know, I think that's kind of I think it's it, the games get a little more slowed down, you know. Yeah. And I think I think you're going to see a dip in production there, but I I don't I think James Harden I like he I don't know if he has as much playoff success as you'd like to see, but I think he still has some where it's noteworthy because they've been to a couple he used to have been to a couple conference finals and I don't yeah. I just don't see that on Tevin Booker or Donovan Mitchell's resume. I will say I think uh I think you might be underestimating Rudy Gobert. You call Rudy Gobert a superstar? I'm not calling Rudy Gobert a superstar. He he is I think he is an all-star caliber player. Um, and I think he has more experience than you think. And I think he could be a driving factor behind, um, that he, he is a defensive player of the year. He has gone through the playoffs multiple times. Okay. Um, how far he's made it to the second round a couple times. Yes. I, cause after that, it's the conference finals, correct? Yep. So yeah, he's made so, it the, he's made it to the second round multiple times. Um, but I don't know. I I don't think people really think about Rudy Gobert, but I think he he brings more to the table than people like to think. 
And I, I think I, I don't disagree with you. I just wouldn't put him in the superstar tier. Oh, I definitely wouldn't either. Like, Trust me. He's not a superstar. So, and I, I just think you have to have, like, I think, like, even the Mavericks have Luka Doncic. And I know I just said playoff success, but there are, like, I think there are a couple guys that I might throw on the. I, I guess playoff success isn't a great determinant of a superstar because. I think there are a couple guys I might throw in the superstar tier, like a Joel Embiid or Nikola Jokic or Luka Doncic, who haven't really had that playoff success. Oh, I although Luka, okay, Nick, Jokic has had Jokic success has. last yeah. last last playoffs. Non bubble success, not really, but um, he's kind of a beast. He's probably my MVP. I I would agree with you. I think he's my MVP, and. Just because Joel Embiid has missed a few games, too, a few too many games for me to fully put him in that that spot, or else I would, because I think Joel Embiid is playing a little better than Jokic. He's just missed too many games. I feel that. I, I, I think I Steph, that. Steph. I think Steph Curry is also playing better, but he's on a terrible team. That's... I, I think Steph. I would have Steph as my MVP, but um, slow start. Um, didn't really like get. Like his team is so garbage. Like it's it's like in like it's embarrassing how bad his team is. And I think like I I don't think his like I their record is bad, but I don't think the talent is as bad as people say. You know, it's pretty like, bad because Andrew Wiggins is averaging eighteen a game. Um, Draymond does a lot. Like that's not shows that doesn't show up in the score sheet. Yeah, true. I think. So I like I, I they're bad, but like I don't think they're tenth seed bad. Like, if you would ask me before the season with that roster, I would have put them ahead of San Antonio and ahead of Memphis probably. Yeah, and they're not I ahead agree. of those teams right now. I agree. I think. Yeah, I think you're pretty spot on. So I, I think it's just it's hard for me to give him the MVP when like obviously his team is not going to be a contender, but I think they're not playing like. They could be playing a little bit better. Like they could be comfortably comfortably in that eighth spot, but they're they're not. I, they're in the tenth. Spot. I think that Steph Curry is the most valuable player to his team compared to any other team. But the fact is, is that they're not in the playoffs, so nobody's gonna give him that credit. Well, they're in the play-in. Oh, are they doing that this year? Yes. I didn't realize that. So he'll get to do some play-in stuff, but I just, you know, I don't know. I, so, oh gosh, I still it's like it's still hard for me to to say he is, but I don't know. And I mean, I I I tend to agree with you because I think usually um, for teams that are like if you're an if you're going to be an MVP. On a lower team, like a, to, like as usually the MVP is on a top three team in their conference. Yeah, and the one guy that wasn't was Russell Westbrook, and his that team was, was when still he was sixth. Yeah, that was his Six, triple double season, off. right? That was one of his three of his triple double seasons. Well, it's his first one. Yes, he might be averaging a triple double right. He is averaging a triple double right now. Twenty one point eight points, eleven rebounds, eleven assists. Damn. I know Jokic was averaging a triple double at one point. Yeah, but is he anymore? Uh, let me look. Uh, 
what what is his oh uh here it is uh he's averaging 26.2 points um 11 boards and then almost nine assists and then a steal and a half a game uh on 57 percent shooting and then 41 percent from three okay that's pretty that's pretty bonkers no it is pretty good i just i think it shows that how hard it is to average a triple-double, and I think it kind of gets underrated because Russell Westbrook's done it. This will be his fourth time doing it if he can hold those averages. So I think it kind of shows how it's hard, and it's kind of becoming undervalued because he's just done it so much. Yeah, no, it is. Like, it's definitely hard. Like, because Jokic gets triple-double, it seems like, a lot. Or at least he's flirting with one a lot. And no, yeah, it's... It's crazy that he's like about an assist off. I know because that's that's a lot to make up. Like especially considering they played the majority of the season. Like that's hard to get your average up by a whole assist in like yeah ten games. He's basically just gonna have to uh, get eleven or twelve assists for the rest of the games. No, yeah, exactly, and like maybe even more. And and actually, I think it's it is kind of worth noting here that. Russell Westbrook is pretty close to becoming the, the all-time leader of tri- for triple-doubles in NBA history. Gosh, I can't believe that. He's six games. He is 175. Oscar Robertson had 181. Gosh. And Russell crazy. Westbrook is still like, how old is he? He is, He's not that old. I, I Why won't it tell me? Just tell me. Uh, it, it doesn't say. Why would it not say I'm back? He's 32. He's not that old. He's got some years left in him. As long as he yeah. doesn't break his knee. We'll see. As long as Patrick Beverly stays away from him. Yeah, true. He should be okay. Um, Well, Brian, we're at an hour. Do you have anything else you want to hit on or add to anything you said? No. I think really? I kind of got everything out there. Um, yeah. I think this has uh, been a good podcast. I would have to agree. I'm glad I got to pick your brain a little bit about the NBA and your music taste. So let's go. I think it was. I had a good time. Um, hopefully, you did. Thank you for coming on on short notice of again. Of course, that's that's very helpful. Say hi to uh, your parents and Casey for me. Of course. Um, uh, to everybody who's listening, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, I, I, you know, it's cool. I like when people listen to my thing. It's cool. Um, and I should be back on Sunday with a new episode since I'm still doing two a week, which is kind of surprising because I've been busy recently but i guess i don't i do have an hour free every like two hours free a week to do this so whatever but again brian thank you yeah it's great to have you it's great to be on anytime you're you're welcome back anytime brian let's go anytime you need someone short notice just give me a text i'm usually free man wow you don't you're not a busy guy uh well Considering I'm not in classes right now, I'm not nearly as busy. If I had classes and homework I had to do, 
it'd be a little bit more busy, but like usually I, I can all, I can always make time for Patty. Wow. I, I appreciate that, Brian. And hopefully you'll come visit Ben soon. Oh, I agree. I hope I can. Or I can go visit you or something. Yeah. One of the two, but all right, everybody have a fantastic half week and I will catch you next time. Yeah.